Friends, welcome back to the Wild at Heart podcast here in the week of November 22nd, which is Thanksgiving week. Wow. Hooray. I can't believe we're here already. How did we get here already? I don't know. But yay, we are. We are. And it's freezing in the studio this morning, (laughs) so I'm wrapped in a blanket as we're recording. And yeah, wanting to bring to you all Thanksgiving wishes this week and maybe some counsel and some encouragement. That's really good. I really love Thanksgiving. I do. I love it. Well, I love it mostly. I love that it is centered around giving thanks. Like really, you know, even it doesn't matter what your beliefs are. Most people, when they do gather around the table, it's, oh, what are you thankful for? And and that's just nice. Yeah. That's just nice to shift your gaze to thanks. Especially so in an hour of entitlement. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right? I mean, this is the what have you done for me lately hour. It is. And it's also the kind of sad hour. Yeah. Right? Well, we can talk more about that, but. I love this verse. Can I just start with this verse? Yes. Psalm 104, which we all know, but it just, it's a hard one actually sometimes. But enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So I think one of the things that I love about thanksgiving is it feels like it's aligning with the heart of God. Mm. As much as we are able to do that, to yeah, be thankful. Yeah, right. Right. I was thinking about, I mean, you're all going to hear loads of messages this week about gratitude and giving thanks and that sort of thing, which is good. But here's what I'm struck by Mm. this morning as I was praying about this. Jesus said, you actually have to start with forgiveness. And by that, he meant forgiving others. Because before you can get to gratitude, Oh my goodness, there's a lot of disappointment and frustration and, you know, relational tension and all that that tends to accompany the holidays. Absolutely. (laughs) In fact, I am remembering, we have adult children now, as you know, and a few years ago, our adult children announced to my wife that they do not want turkey for Thanksgiving anymore. Well, it just threw me. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. There are a few things that mean Thanksgiving. Yeah. Turkey being one of them. Sacred. Right? Yeah. Well, they weren't going to eat it. (laughs) My wife is from the Midwest, and there is a way to do Thanksgiving. Right. It does, if you're wondering, include jello salad. Although they won't eat that either. And so. <laughs> cranberry sauce that comes in the can. That's the best one with the lines on it. That's what you want. I make another kind too, but I need the canned <laughs> solid cranberry sauce. Okay. We're Whether gonna... anybody else is going to eat it or not. Well, and it did throw you when it, they said that. It was really disappointing. It made me very, very sad, and, actually. And, and gang, I realize we're talking about turkey here, but it's an example of how in order to enter into this with a good heart and a full heart this week, there's probably some forgiveness that needs to be extended. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 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 To family, to friends, to those who didn't invite you over, to, you know, right? It's actually pretty core 
I was just thinking this morning how you can't love if you don't forgive. And Okay, so the husband quickly goes through the roster. Oh, gosh, why was she thinking that she needs to forgive in order to love this morning? What? <laughs> it was about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can live with that for right now. But But that's why forgiveness is essential, you know. And we are talking specifically about Thanksgiving, whether you're hosting, whether it's people aren't offering to bring enough, whether you're going to someone else's house and you're bringing too much, whether you weren't invited at all and you're alone, there is forgiving to do. Just to get your heart into a better place. Like, I want my heart in a better place. And look, especially this year, gang, we are all tapped out. And I know everybody's rallying and everybody's, you know, putting a good face on things. But when you look at your reserves, they're pretty low because you burn through your reserves to get through the last, you know, 19 months. And when you are tapped out, it's just, oof, it's hard to love well. And overlook things, you know, Uncle Henry's going to make his bad jokes again this year. Or my mom's going to criticize the way I made the gravy or yeah, how I look or... Yeah. Just being aware of they're tapped out, you're tapped out. And the cultural climate right now is get upset. Oh, my goodness. You really ought to be upset about and then just fill in the, the issue. You know, mass, no mass, vaccines, no vaccines, you know, gender and education and that, 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 Which da, is flowing from a number of places within the human heart and yes. the external world. Yes. The atmosphere we're breathing in yes. every day. A friend of ours was riffing the other day on the church's historic position of being an ambassador of Eden in the world. Yes. Of being the new Jerusalem in the world. Yes. Right. And that's why churches were, in, you know, made gorgeous and beautiful to be a representation of the kingdom of God mm. forming little outposts in the world. Uh huh. Well, what we have going on now is this rage in the world that we can't make Eden happen. And I mean, whoa, the hostility and the politics. And the, the blame. Yes, and the blaming. So this is the hour, you know, and it's it's this controversy and it's this injustice and it's this expose. And, the, and this is just your daily news feed. Yeah. Right. And so the, the cultural climate right now is get upset. You really ought to be upset. And I think Thanksgiving week is going to be a wonderful antidote for all of our souls. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a wonderful opportunity to get upset. <laughs> well, <laughs> antidote is a way better it's an way antidote because we got to back out of all that, gang. We've got we just got to recognize that's the air I'm breathing, and there's just this low grade irritation because we are all tapped out. Right? We've all been throttled by the the last couple of years. But I love what you said about acknowledging that other people are tapped out too because that really helps to extend mercy and and give you the grace mm. by God within you to forgive to know oh 
No, they're tapped out as well. They're not operating with a full tank. Right. Right. That's really good. So forgiveness in order to get our hearts in a good place, Mm. to get to gratitude, because people are disappointing. Holidays can be disappointing. I've really had to reconcile myself to the partial. Okay, so you heard the turkey story, but the the other ongoing tug-of-war in our marriage is I really want a wild game Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, I want to I want to serve elk and deer and pheasant and again, not And I have <laughs> for 3 years. <laughs> and how do you feel about that, Stace? I feel a little accused right now. The elk roast, the pheasant, the turkey that I slip in. Um, the canned cranberry sauce that you slip <laughs> in. Okay, you can't let some things go. But I know that you want that, uh, but I guess it hasn't been to the degree that you want Well, that. no, I'm just using it as an example of, you know, you're going to go to Aunt Marge's house, and it and it's not going to be the Thanksgiving you would have thrown. Right. Right? You're going to go, you know, gather with some of your friends, and it's not going to be the Thanksgiving of your childhood and it, whatever the, you oh, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I think that you just nailed something right there. The Thanksgiving of your childhood, the nostalgia, the something in our hearts that is connected to wanting Eden back. Yeah. When things were simpler. Yeah. When you were carrying less, hopefully, you know. So like that's, I know that's part of it for me. Oh, it's huge. I want it to look a certain way. I want conversations to go a certain way. It was just two years ago that I said, you don't have to dress up for it because we always dressed up for it. And I don't want him to wear a holy t-shirt still, but um, to try to take the pressure off our children to to act in a certain way so that my heart feels good. Okay. So I think we can connect all this. Like what? The church and its Eden outposts and Thanksgiving and wild game, like what does all this have to do? So there is a profound longing in the human soul right now for things to be good. Yes. For, I just want things to be good. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is a direct hotline to our longing to recover Eden. And that deep, profound longing, the search for Eden has been with us all our lives, but it normally lies way down deep under the surface of our normal lives. You got to get to work, you got to get the kids to school, et cetera. But down in there, and the holidays tends to raise it to a higher level. That's right. Okay. Especially in a year like this one, We just want, can things just be great? Come on, people. Can't things just be great? Right. And so if we're aware of that Mm. going into the week, we won't be set up for tension, a lack of forgiveness. Right. Right. Disappointment. The The disappointment factor, yeah. Yeah. So you were talking this morning to me about letting go of expectations as a key part of getting to (laughs) gratitude. And I've got some work to do here, admittedly. I really do. I just, I get thrown way too easily when things aren't going the way I expected that they would. Can, and, I, can I throw out a couple? Yeah. People showing up 30 minutes late for Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> and we're like, what? Wait. Like, 
What? Dinner's ready. What are you thinking? <laughs> you know? What? I'm supposed to be flexible? Wait, I'm supposed to host with gratitude and welcoming? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely one. But you know what? I think one of them is an expectation of how I'm going to feel. And I will be disappointed if my heart hasn't risen. And I, I, I'm disappointed if I'm disappointed. You know, just, just. Yeah, wow. Like, ah, I want to, I want to get out of that cycle. I really want to be free some more. So like to forgive in advance, people not coming through for me in the way I really want them to. Yep. Forgiving in advance in the relationships that you're going to, you know, navigate this week. Right. Right. Letting go of expectations, uh-huh. caretaking the deep Eden longing, which is filled with nostalgia or projections of the ideal, you know, holiday in a year like this where we are aching for life to be great. Yes. We just want life to be great. Yes. And to shepherd all that into the hands of God. Mm. And so we begin with forgiveness and with letting go of expectations. And then here's our deep heart's longing and we're turning that over to our Father who adores us. You prepare a feast for me <laughs> in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. Psalm 23, God, you have a feast mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I do want your table. I do want joy and abundance and laughter and all that. Right. Wanting it isn't wrong. No. Having a heart that longs for Eden is actually how he crafted us. We're meant to long for Eden. And to look for it. Yeah. Yeah. And to create little outposts of it. I think holidays are really important markers. Mm -hmm. We we go to a lot of effort in, in our kind of family clan to make it beautiful and joyful and feastful because it is an announcement of the coming kingdom. (laughs) Yes. But it's also partial. Right. And just over the years, for me, ahead of time, I bless the partial. Oh, that's so important. I bless the partial. This can't possibly live up to my current, right here, November 21, longing for life to be great. And recovery and all that, right? Like it can't. I can't put that on people or events. Oh, this is a rescue, honey. I can't do that right now. But I do. It is precious. The yes. longing, the need. I have got to shepherd that into my Father's hands, because Psalm twenty-three: You are good, God, and you do have a table for me. I do pray for your. Feast. Yes. Pray for all that you have for me. Yes. I think it will help folks. You don't have to feel forgiving to forgive. That's vital. Or to think that you have forgiven. Feelings take a while to catch up to the act of forgiveness. Yes. And the same thing with gratitude. You don't necessarily feel overflowing with gratitude, but as you begin to express it, your feelings and emotions, your heart catches up. So what are you grateful for this week? Is this for me to answer or yep. for people to think on right Both. now? Okay, as you as you all think about it, my mind immediately went to very simple things. Your husband, for example. Obviously. 
wrapped in a blanket looking <laughs> fantastic. Of course, there's there's the the big things that I am deeply I'm deeply grateful for the love of God. I'm I'm so thankful for my family, my husband, my children, my grandchildren. Yes. But where my mind went was I am thankful for the fragrance of the wind in the different seasons. And I'm I'm thankful for seasons when I can actually rest. I'm I'm thankful for those quiet evenings where you and I can play a game of cribbage or just sit next to each other and not talk, just read. And thankful for our dogs. I'm thankful for flowers. I'm thankful for the beauty of snow and it covers the ground and like this the simple things. And and that what you know, it primes the pump. Yes, it does. Yeah. And you get going. Yeah. I find myself so thankful, right? As I just asked my heart, what am I thankful for right now? I am so grateful for the daily shepherding of Jesus. Amen. The way he catches me. Hey, don't bring that up in that meeting. You actually don't need to bring that up. Or, hey, you actually don't need to write tonight. You'll get that book done. You Don't write tonight. Your heart's not so there. I mean, so many kind steps. Yes, the shepherd, the guide, the friend. So grateful for that daily. I am super grateful for the imminence of the return of Christ. Yes. Because Eden is just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Eden is returning, mm. the return mm. of Eden. And then I don't have to put it on holidays. You yeah, it removes the pressure when you know what's coming. Oh, man. It's, Soon. It's huge. You know what I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for our friends listening right now. I'm thinking of the men and women all around the world. So grateful for you. I'm grateful for your stories. Yes. And for sharing your stories with us. I'm grateful for your love, your support. I'm grateful for your prayers. Yes. Thank you. All you who pray for us, thank you. I am so grateful for all of our friends out there who have taken up the flag of this message and in different beautiful ways have brought it into their world, sharing it with friends, with family, hosting basics, leading small groups through beautiful outlaw, just all, all of the ways, friends, that you have joined us in the ransom of the human heart. Yes, it's the best. So grateful, mm -hmm. so grateful for the camaraderie we have with all of our friends who are listening. Yeah, thank you, everybody. We certainly don't want to let a Thanksgiving podcast go by without saying thank Thank you to you. Absolutely. Our so friends and so allies. Thankful. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You actually are the true family. I really appreciate it when Jesus says, Who is my mother and my brother and my sisters? Those who do the will of God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he reframes family. Mm -hmm. And we feel such a kinship to all of you. And we're so grateful for you. So happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. And recognizing that around the world, not everyone's celebrating Thanksgiving here <laughs> in the week now. of November yes. 22nd. <laughs> Regardless, and, we raise a glass to you. Yeah, we do. And 
hopefully this is shepherding your heart into a good place this week. One more thing before we go. Really excited to tell you we've got a new book or plan or map or anyhow, it's called A Year with Men. And it's something we've been building over, gosh, the last several months. We wanted a game plan to guide a small group of guys over the course of a year together through five different series, through Wild at Heart and Becoming a King, and even through the HBO Band of Brothers uh, series about Easy Company and World War II. So it's a map. It's a study guide to take a small group through that. And we also built in like adventure trip suggestions and time out for the group to breathe. Anyhow, we're done. It's out. We're stoked. And it's available on Amazon. It's called A Year with Met. 